0: This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. Rutherford County's place to talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports
1: talk is on News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbors. Is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lam and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Panzel and My Team Insurance, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.
2: Let's get it started in here.
1: We've got your local sports fix.
0: It's All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS.
3: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this beautiful spring day been a nice weekend, uh, last few, and very little rain in the forecast, which is nice for spring sports, for sure, as they prepare for tournaments that will begin, Jeff, in about three weeks. Jeff Jordan with me, as per usual, on, on Mondays. It's going to be a
4: beautiful week. We can play ball everywhere. I'm authorizing everybody to go play.
3: <laughs> well, as, as you know, spring weather can really get in the way of tournaments. When you get down to the end and you got three games to play and three days to play them in, to get the tournament done because all the rain, whatever. It, it can be a little hairy.
4: Yes. You're exactly right. <laughs> you know, I remember some games. I was not there, but Dennis Renier, the late Dennis Rainier was telling me about it and so they, they, they had to play the game. They absolutely had to. And and they, stacked tiles on home plate so they could see it. He said we had about six or eight tiles on home plate shaped sort of like a plate. You know, sort of. So they could finish the game. It was pouring down rain so so hard.
3: I'm guessing that if they had to do that, Jeff, the field was probably really unplayable and unsafe to play on. Probably shouldn't have been out there. Probably not. That's
4: particularly (laughs) unsafe for the pitcher who's off balance. and A lot of times, even in softball, is off balance and sometimes on one foot.
3: Speaking of pitching, you know, now we can mark the last team off the list of having a no-hitter pitch in their franchise history. We we, we can do that? We can. Yeah. San Diego had it done on Friday night. The last team to get that done. 53-year history of... And it was on the uh, anniversary of their first game in 1969, I think, tw- 52 years, I guess. My, I my, my golly, that's, a, that's many, many years without a no-hitter.
4: I would only only would major
3: happen. league franchise without a no-hitter. Okay. And, uh... The one before that was the New York Mets, whose Mets. That makes sense. That it? Mets are kind of the the, the follies as they yeah. <laughs> as they want to be. Yeah. And I'll tell you one more thing that's unusual about this whole thing: the same catcher caught both of those no hitters. Oh, really? In the, in the September of uh, last year, caught the no hitter at the Cubs. This year, caught the no hitter at San Diego. It's the first time in Major League Baseball history that a catcher has caught consecutive no hitters for two different teams.
4: Well, okay. You're just absolutely uh, full of information today. Well, I
3: wrote some more stuff down and forgot. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we done then for the day? <laughs> but uh, Middle Tennessee baseball, while we're on the subject of baseball, not a good series this week in San Antonio, one and three there. They're mid-pack of Conference USA. and Apparently, that's kind of where they're going to be. I, Jeff, I don't really know. It's, I haven't studied it enough to know where the top teams are and if they've played them or not and all that kind of thing. But... Uh, Seem like they're having some troubles getting pitching and hitting in the same game. Yeah, it looks like they're going to be about a 500
4: ball club, which uh, uh, really is, uh, for them, recently pretty good. So I'm, I'm hopeful.
3: All right, let's take a break real quick. We got uh, other news tidbits to get to. 893 1450 is the, ex- is the uh, phone line for us to give us a call. We are live today. Give us a call. Bye.
0: Dr. Craig McCabe. Brighten
4: up your face and make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center.
0: McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank.
1: Get rid of brown splotches, red marks on our face, as well as
4: fine lines and wrinkles. Look 10 years younger. Call
5: McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants. We have a club steak, and the club steak can be cooked to any flavor that you wanted. The club steak is a seven-ounce piece of steak, and we named it that way because it looks like and has the shape of a golf club. We have a low-calorie menu and a low-carb menu, so depending on whatever diet that you like, we have options for you that are available at Demas's. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week.
1: And
5: Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422.
2: WGNS
0: Primetime Sports.
2: Sponsored by the Law Offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Tonight on
1: WGNS, join us for MTCS Baseball as the Cougars take on Columbia Academy. Our pregame begins at 615 with the first pitch at 6:30 it'll be followed by Braves baseball as they take on Miami. Braves baseball on Tuesday night for you as well and Wednesday we've got Blackman at Stewart's Creek baseball scheduled 5:50 airtime here on News Radio WGNS more Braves as well as they take on Miami through the week. And on Friday, the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders travel to Western Kentucky to take on the Hilltoppers. 4:45 on Friday, doubleheader Saturday beginning at 11:45, and on Sunday at 12:45 as well. Follow the Raiders in baseball, high school softball, and baseball, and Braves right here on WGNS. All Sports
0: Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at
3: WGNSradio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan with you today. Jeff brought to you by uh, Fans Heating and Air and Lee Coleman for all your financial needs. Edward Jones here in Murfreesboro. Jeff, we talked off air with uh, Jake over here about the. Controversial in the Braves game last night, which you said you didn't see. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it talked about all day long. And the, the one thing we know for sure is Phillies won the game, and the call's not going to be changed. And now, other than that, there's still a lot of controversy as to why it didn't change and whatever, whatever. But it's it, it, it's in the books now. I don't recall, ex- except for the
4: the tar incident with with the uh, Brett's bat, maybe a home run or two that somebody a fan touched. Or something, and they could, you know, I don't remember any calls being changed to you.
3: Uh, uh,
4: Brett's change. You're, you're
3: right. That, that was yeah, a
4: huge change. Yeah, he got his home run oh. back. He got it back. He lost it first and then got it back, and he, and he shouldn't have, by the way. Right. I mean, I don't care, but I'm just saying. But he was mad. I understand that the
3: Braves manager last night was. I nearly went into cardiac arrest. Well, my dad was wanting to say this. They, the umpire would say, it ain't nothing until I call it. <laughs> well, and now in this today's replay, that's not true. That's correct. And more times than not, especially in football, they, they allow the game to go on and play. Even the, even they think it might be a fumble, it might be this, might that way they can get it reversed and get it back as opposed to, if you blow the whistle, the fumble's got to stand, right? Right. So, uh, but uh, now it is something, but uh Jake says he's watched it over and over. I have not seen a video of it, but I've heard people in national radio today talk about the guy was out. The he was, cle- was out. Even he was even clearly he out.
2: It.
3: No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, <they're> not clearly. <laughs> well, not,
2: not 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 to New York, but no,
3: no, 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 no. He, he was safe because that's what they said. <laughs>
4: Well, I was not aware. This shows my ignorance, but I was not aware that. Wait a minute! An out, don't, don't don't be doing that. Well, I out safe call such as this, which I assume was a sliding runner at the home he, plate.
2: He he was a sliding runner. The ball was hit to Ozuna and left, and it wasn't fairly deep, but it was deep enough to where they were going to test Ozuna's arm. And a good it was a good throw, you know. It might it might I think it brought Darneau a little bit off the plate but not too much enough to where he was still able to reach and tag him and i think in
3: the controversy is did he tag the plate because apparently his foot, no, he was, tagged, his foot was over the over the
2: home plate he, he tagged the runner Correct. but the call but from every angle that i saw last night on espn his foot glided over the plate he didn't yeah. touch it it was in the air and glided over it and Jeff, that's got to be one of those. Safe.
3: That they didn't find enough evidence to overrule. I guess
2: you know he, he may have
3: brushed. Yeah. That's that's what only thing they could have called, right? Right. That we didn't see it, not touch. We don't think it did. We don't. But the call on the field was he's he was safe, and we didn't see anything to turn overturn it. Even though put to a vote in this, this southern part of the country, I think you <laughs> come, come across that way. Who were mad anyway? By the way, but. <laughs> the All Star. All right, Jeff. Let's get to our caller oh, who's yes. been waiting. I'm sure. I hope patiently. Go ahead.
6: I was going to him and Jeff. Well, guess,
3: uh, patiently, right?
6: Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I just was watching that to uh, watch that game last night. That's that's the thing about replay. Once they uh, once they make the call, you really can't argue I mean, Stick went out there. I don't know why he did. There was no point of going out there and talking. Frustration, it I'm sure, it was what
3: it was. Yeah. Sometimes you just do it, knowing knowing it's not going to do a to bit of good. But you do it. Kind of like arguing arguing with your wife, Jeff. Right. <laughs> uh, always a, an unwise uh, thing
4: to do, and uh, also uh, a manager will want to stand up for his players. Sure, and,
6: yeah, um, yeah uh, but, I mean that might be the, the case again, but once they once they make the call, they're not going to turn back. Of course, I saw it at the sports show today, and the guy said, "I think they play next month." He said they should renew the game at the bottom of the night and play it. You know.
3: Uh, ah, uh, th- th- it's a, a bad. No matter. I'm not a Braves fan. Good. I'm one way or the other. But that's a bad president. Whatever. Jeff, you agree? I know yeah. I agree. That's
6: yeah. what. He yeah. yeah. That's,
4: that's not going to that. happen. No, you would have chaos if you. It, we're not going to do the right thing
6: here. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that's that's what I Don't that's, that's what I say. But uh, but now uh, I, I, I I didn't want to say too. I went to uh, to do, uh, to a softball game this weekend. On, well, I went yesterday and watch the softball team play, play pretty good and won three out of four this weekend. I see when they've done a lot of good things over at that stadium, put Max in and uh, bleachers, and they've got a video board just like baseball does. Uh, they've really uh, improved things over there. It's really nice. If y'all had not been over and, and uh, seen, I don't know how many softball games y'all get to and everything. But it was really nice. And, uh, I had a pretty good crowd out there yesterday to watch. And, uh, also, you know, this weekend, guys, I watched some college softball on television, and I saw a college a softball coach get ejected. He, he 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 took took his backpack from the dugout and walked up the stadium there and walked out. So he, he just uh, he didn't go. To, I guess there was no clubhouse to go to. So he walked up the stadium stands there, walked out of the stadium when he got kicked out. He was arguing balls and strikes well, with the umpire. Of course, you can't do that. He, and he got he got thrown out. So that's the first
3: time I have seen a softball coach get kicked out. He took it literally. Coach. He got kicked he out. Got, <laughs> he took softball, it. Softball, <laughs>
6: I wanted to uh, call, call me on those few things, and I'll, I'll hang up and listen.
3: guys enjoy your show. And, uh, Thank
6: you. I guess go Braves,
3: guys. All right, all right. Jeff, uh, what, <laughs> softball, fast pitch softball is a quicker moving game typically than baseball. Yeah. A really good game to watch. I saw a guy in Samsonite get in his car and
4: leave. I didn't see that. I didn't. He was on the other field, so I was on the other. I was, and Yeah, he got ejected, and he just walked to his car and left. What else could he do, I guess? I, he was ejected. He was ejected.
3: <laughs> you were around church league softball. Or, or, or oh, yeah, for a long time. Amateur softball around men's, ladies, women's, but uh, either yes. one. I look back at that, Jeff, and I took those games way more seriously than I would take them now in, in this stage of my life. But back then... As Sheila Long, you remember her from Sheila Alexander Long, right. was at Oakland for a long, long time. She just reminded me that forty million, forty billion Chinese didn't even know we played last night. That's that's a lot. <laughs> we better go with well, <laughs> well billion. Four she, billion she, right? she, whatever know. number she a called lot of it. People. But the long and short of yeah. it is, I mean, I took those games way more seriously probably than I should. Have. But that's the competitive side of. Sports, you're, right? you're talking about now when you were playing or when, when you were umpiring? No, I was playing. Okay. When I was playing. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I take the loss pretty hard. Okay. I, I, we. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We. I, I, I softened in my old age. Yeah. Well,
4: I worked at Samsonite a lot and worked over at Patterson Park a lot with really good, good, good softball was played over there and church league and had a lot of fun.
3: As I walked up the stairs today, they seemed to be steeper and, and more of mm. them. Yeah, uh, it hard, it's hard to harken back to the softball days, Jeff. Well, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> when I when I when all summer long my knee laid wide open and my back's out on the hip for strawberries and bruises and you know blood just oozing out from sliding, indiscretionally. When I when I slide, I dig up dirt. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> we had pretty good uh, pretty good
4: league over there for a long time. I I have I have not been to any of those games and. Gosh, there was a number of summers there where I was there every other night, you know. Usually with Jan Stauffer uh, or Ray Hughes. One of those two would call with me. Of course, we had other people, too, that called uh, other nights. But uh, and I enjoyed those days very much.
3: An awful lot of really good players, and one that uh, we've talked about on this show before, not as a softball player, but as a basketball coach, Randy King, was could hit it just about as far as anybody could. I mean, he just, he'd just wear a softball out.
4: Yes, he, he was quite an athlete uh really and i uh and i do not remember i I probably then that would have been the early 70s i would not have even known him then so sure at all i didn't know him until he started coaching at central actually where he started middle school coaching um and then after that of course he was at oakland for many many
3: years but uh, when's the last time you saw a, a softball game here in the city uh, adult softball game. An
4: adult softball game? I don't remember the last. Time. I
3: couldn't say either. I, I, I guess I'm sitting here wondering: Do they take it as seriously as we did? I, I guess so. If if it's
4: softball now, it'll uh, it'd be uh, high school girls softball. Is what I would be going to. Um, but uh, and we have had boy oh, there's a lot of a lot of fine fine athletes that played.
3: Jeff, uh, I spent some time yesterday. I'm not sure what got me into it, but I, I'm just curious. Going in, I, I just Googled in NCAA basketball portal, and as we mentioned last week, the list is over a thousand. It's just it's just crazy to sit there and watch it go, go up and down, uh, and c- certainly girls basketball is the same way. And uh, the uh, three sisters, the Hayes sisters, two from Middle Tennessee, one from Notre Dame, have all landed at Mississippi State. Uh, very good program, and uh, hopefully it works out for for them. And, and, and of course, Rick at the middle, the Lord taketh giveth, and the Lord taketh away, and that's what you hope happens. You've lost some good, two really good players. Uh, lost one the year before as well. I imagine he's got his pole in the water there with the, with the portals, and and seeing if he can't recruit. because when they go to the portal, Jeff, aren't they wide open to recruit? I, mean, I think so. Yes. I mean, you, you know, as you're saying, uh, here I am. Some, somebody come get me. And um, uh, our,
4: our fans need to remember that this year didn't count against eligibility. So um, you, you could have played. You could have done great. You could have been the MVP of your league, whatever. But it, didn't, it did not count against your eligibility. So all these kids are available. And going to be, there's got to be many teams around the nation, if not all of them, that are going to lose somebody, and they're going to turn right around and pick somebody up. So somebody's going to come into their program that was just satisfied where they are or were for whatever reason. I'm not judging whatever whatever they think. And, and there's going to be some that are going to come in.
3: So Don't you imagine the first ones you would try to contact would be kids you recruited. Let's talk about Rick Hensel at Middle, for example. Kids you recruited that ended up at Tennessee, ended up at Alabama, ended up someplace in the portal now. You've already got a relationship with them, and you might have felt like we, we were number two. Yeah. Let's call and see if this won't work out this time around. Wouldn't that be the way to go?
4: I, I think that would be a, at least that the, the door might be open to you uh, and easier. Of course, you're going to have to recruit as to the position that you need. Sure. Uh, and you may not need that position anymore, but I'd say there's going to be plenty of that. Yes. I'm guessing
3: Rick is, if he had a really, really good player, he'd find a position for him. Don't you imagine? <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> I got no problem with that either.
3: Well, we we'll just have to see how it all works out. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious about it. I'll just say it that way. That uh, it, it, it appears to me, it has got trouble written all over it. But I think, at the end of the day, Jeff, it's the right thing to do. I, I, I don't like to say it that way, but I, I think kids should have some freedom to do that.
4: Yes, I, I, I guess that's, I guess that's fair. Um, I, I especially think especially when coaches
3: can do it. That's the, that's the deal. Yes,
4: and we talked about that before, and that's absolutely true. They, can, you know, evidently contracts are just paper. And you can do whatever you want. Um, although sometimes you have to buy your way out, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, um, and that's just paper too. It is, but even most of the time, then the coach is not paying the buyout. The 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 other Absolutely school is right. paying the buyout, so nobody's out any money that matters except the schools and the fans and the fans. Yes, who actually pays for all of this? Um, I I don't know what's um, I I I, I don't I don't know what's best. I, I I would say this that that well maybe I shouldn't even shouldn't even comment. Maybe I don't know. It's 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 a very difficult thing to do. And if you if 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 Jeff Jordan is having trouble with 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 somebody, all right? Sure. And then I'm having trouble with somebody else. And then somebody net, else. And it, yes, and at, at some point don't you kind of have to look at yourself and say this problem could be me.
3: Maybe, maybe. But, but the issue there would be that Person oftentimes was, is the kind of person that would never do that. That's, that's correct. Why that's why they're in the shape they're <laughs> I'm there just is. suggesting that maybe they might want to do that. Now
4: I'm not referring <laughs> to any. If you any went to a person. psychologist or <laughs> sociologist, right, that, what they might suggest. Well, that's, that's correct. I have a, I, my, my brother-in-law is a sociologist, um, and he he tells me that that's exactly right. <laughs> so anyway, I wish everybody well. I'm anxious to see um, who we recruit this year for the since we're talking about the Lady
3: Raiders. Um, and see who can keep this uh, program going. Jeff, does does that extend to the uh, recruits that had the get Can they go to the portal?
4: I don't know. I don't know the, the answer you know, to that. The,
3: the, the, the three kids that he signed to play next year, are they eligible to go to the portal?
4: I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's, you know, that's they, a good point.
3: So, you know, uh, Syracuse, and we'll stop right here. I saw on the paper yesterday or the day before, 11 players at the Syracuse women's basketball team have left. Jeff, that's that's where the that's where the coaching part of it is going to get really ugly because how in the world as an a d do you keep that coach? I don't know the coach I don't know if the guy's name or don't know or girls uh, gal's name either one I don't know how good they are or they're not but when eleven players leave your program all at one time that's kind of a red flag wouldn't you think I would
4: think that you would have to ask yourself you know that it's not going to be a problem with eleven different people i I just there's something there that needs to be looked at. Very, very closely, and also, just because these eleven people left the program doesn't mean that they weren't aware of this six months ago. Sure, um, that there was a problem. So I
3: well, they might say, well, yeah, I've been here two years, but I was trapped. Now I'm not trapped anymore. They've opened right. the cell door, and I can get out. My understanding is that Coach White just was uh, <clears throat> relieved of her duties a week or so ago at Vanderbilt. You know, the season was over with, and 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 everything was clean. She was going to stay along, and then. Three or four more players left the program, and I think that's what pushed over the edge. Is we, we've got to make the change. All right, we've got to make it. we got to take a break. When we come back, I've got one analogy we're going to touch on, and uh, anything else you want to talk about? 8, 9, 3, 1450
2: Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing
5: Solutions. Good afternoon. Still heavy traffic flow, but it's moving. Let's keep it that way. On 24 East, coming over from Davidson County, making your way into Rutherford. Here comes that traffic also on 96 and 840 over from Franklin, Williamson County. Now, we did see radar earlier out on 840 just past Jefferson Pike. True Friends Moving Company is now hiring. Call 240-2811 or simply go online to truefriendsmovingcompany.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
6: If you've got
0: an iPhone, we have an app for that. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that, too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. WGNS.
5: We're News Radio
0: WGNS. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615 615- 893-1417, and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costless. less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto.
5: You've seen the ads out there. Companies wanting to buy your home but why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton, if you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything.
1: It's time, show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with
3: Rayburn Insurance. Cold Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full service insurance agent. 390 8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390 8476.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com well good afternoon
7: everybody and uh, sad news around conference usa uh, A fellow that uh, probably not very many fans of conference usa schools knew who he was but someone that was very important to the day-to-day operations of the league uh... and especially uh... with those of us in in the media that cover any of the teams and the league in general uh... we, we will certainly be missing russ anderson uh, longtime assistant commissioner of Conference USA. He passed away suddenly over the weekend at the age of only 50. Anderson had recently been honored by his colleagues for 25 years of service to Conference USA. He promoted the conference since its formation in 1995, primarily working as the media relations contact for the league's football and baseball programs. In addition to media relations responsibility, He worked with baseball and football scheduling, officiating, served as a liaison to the football and baseball coaches, and was a member of the Conference USA Hall of Fame Committee. Among the staff, Anderson was affectionately known as a walking encyclopedia of Conference USA facts, figures, and history. He was actively involved in the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association since 1996 and was the organization's associate executive director at the time of his passing. He received the NCBWA's Wilbur Snip Award in 2002 for his outstanding contributions to college baseball. And I can say those of us who were broadcasters around the league, uh, he was always there for our questions and always uh, would give us an answer. He would work hard uh, to help make sure that the radio broadcasters from around the league uh, had all that they needed to do their job in a in a good way, he was also the uh, uh, the liaison to the to the uh, broadcasters association, which was a very loosely based organization that meets once a year at the conference basketball tournament, and uh, a lot of times those meetings kind of turned into a bit of a free free for all. But Russ would always listen to the compliments as well as the complaints. Uh, He would write down his notes and take them back to the league office and uh, try to work out whatever it was that we were trying to get done. But uh, I appreciate you uh, letting me uh, horn in on some of the time today to talk about one of the really great guys in Conference USA, and that's Russ Anderson. He will certainly be missed. All right, let's look at the baseball standings in Conference USA. After the weekend, the uh, Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee right on the heels of Louisiana Tech. Uh, in the West, Tech is at six and two. The Blue Raiders are five, two and one. Southern Miss is now four and three. UTSA three and three, UAB two and five and Rice is one, six and one. And uh, in the Eastern Division, Old Dominion seven and one, Charlotte seven and one. Florida Atlantic four and three, FIU three and four. Western Kentucky two and five and Marshall is currently 0 and eight in conference play the blue raiders will be traveling to san antonio this week and will take on the three and three uh... roadrunners who are also eleven and ten overall uh, they're one of the better hitting teams in the league, but uh, not one of the better pitching teams in the league. In uh, softball standings, Middle Tennessee playing in the Eastern Division. Charlotte leads the way at 3-1, then FIU and Florida Atlantic at 2-2. Two two. Middle at 1-3. Western Kentucky and Marshall have not yet played a series. In the West, Louisiana Tech is 3-1. and one. North Texas, Southern Miss, and UAB along with UTEP are all 2-2. Two and two while UTEP is one and three. All right, that's it for this afternoon's uh, update. We'll have one for you coming up tomorrow. Kind, friendly, and well trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895 3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and
3: on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services bring you Jeff Jordan on Monday. Jeff, I had a bit of an analogy, and I don't think it's really a good one, but it, it, as I was driving over here t- thinking about the uh, no-hitter, I was thinking, you know, what? there was a day, once upon a time, that I would have known the catcher's name at every team in the major leagues. Fair to say? Yes. I don't know whether 15-, 16-, 18 year eighteen-year-old do that now or not very much, but part of the thing that you miss, Jeff, I miss a lot being the old guy that I am and you're, I shouldn't say a little older, but I think you are. <laughs> do you miss getting up and picking up the newspaper and seeing the box scores from yes. right, the night before? Yes. Which you don't see at all. And I, and I think, I look back and I think that's the reason I knew those names because I would see those names for the Dodgers, the Giants, whatever, every day practically just reading the box scores. Now you can do it at 10 o'clock at night. Which is the good news. You can see it much quicker. It's in real time, actually. So you don't have to wait till the morning. I understand why the papers don't have it. But most of us don't take the time to go do that, at least. So uh, that change is, I'm not sure it's been good for baseball. We were talking about the, the portal. Change sometimes is difficult to accept.
4: Last time that I looked, and boy, this will really date me right here. The last time I looked at a box score online was when Brennan King was playing minor league baseball. Is that
3: right? That and, is a long time. And that's
4: been that's been a while. I'd go and check every night to see how he did, and um, I I might have seen one or two others. I don't I don't remember since then. Now I've seen some in the newspaper, which are almost well. And and I'm sorry, but they you, you have to go pretty much to the Tennessean or USA Today, and they're always a day late, sure, yeah, and maybe two days late, and maybe non-existent. Maybe they just don't even bother to print them. Um, but uh, reading a, um, a box score is, is um, uh, a, a lot of fun, very informative. You, you, can, you can read that box score, and you can literally you – don't, you don't have to read anything about the game, or you just know when things happened, and you know everything about that game. You can tell just about everything. And, and it's an art to do that, and I um, – but it's, it can be done you know, very easily. If I can do it, it can be done very easily. And I did it certainly as a teenager, and I bet you did too. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, I mean, I, I knew in all around the country. And, you know, I could get, well, I don't know what has happened here, but I, I, I maybe online has something to do with it. But um, I, I worked a, a, a night job in Nashville one summer, and when I got home, which was about... Six in the morning, I guess, or so, and the paper was there already. The box score from that night, the night before, would would be in the paper, and and that was just the game hadn't been. Somebody was out there
3: chiseling it in the paper at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning, right? <laughs> That's right.
4: <laughs> so you know the the box scores, uh, it it has all the information, but uh, well, well,
3: as I said, the thing about it is now it's there. We just have to look for it in different place. One thing I do like about today's deal is every night now I go to YouTube when the Reds game's over with and I can see every home run, every hit, every strikeout, every whatever. And that, that's pretty neat. Sometimes I, I, I don't even want to know the score before I watch it. So I can kind of watch it. And in 15 minutes, I see the game.
4: Right. Right.
3: So uh, that that I like. I don't like them losing. They're on, by the way, they're on ESPN tonight. They play the Giants. The, the, the second part of the doubleheader.
4: Reds are on tonight. Are they, are they at home? They must be at no, home.
3: No, no, no. They play the Giants. The second part of the doubleheader. Oh, or ESPN—they got a, uh, okay. a, an East Coast game, and a West Coast game. Which okay, means that, you know, they can play and, and beyond. Anyway, that be that. The name Eddie George came up in our conversation over the, the break. I don't think I don't think it's yet been officially named. No, as head coach <clears throat> at Tennessee State University Tigers, but that apparently is going to be the case.
2: There is an announcement coming tomorrow at ten a.m. A, location. Has not been disclosed. It is somewhere on the TSU campus.
4: They're building suspense, aren't right? <laughs> And they have fired the coach, the present coach. So.
2: Yeah, well, Ron Reed's gone. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Is Was he fired or well, was he? He was, he was not. Quote unquote, is he retiring?
3: No, I, I think he, his contract was not renewed. His services were no longer okay. needed. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I saw the word fired or not. Generally, at the end, at the end of a year, you might can just say a little softer than that, right? I guess so. Yeah. But Ron Reed will not be back after 11 mm. years. But apparently, Eddie George is going to be there, Jeff. That's a second big name. Uh, Deion Sanders, of course, took the job down at, uh, what is it, Jackson State?
4: Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm an admirer, and I would I would bet that you are too. Of Eddie George? Of Eddie George. How, why, he, he, I mean, how can you help me? He's, he's a, a true gentleman. He was a terrific player, Heisman Trophy winner. He's a, also a thespian. He really is great representative
3: I mean, of Nashville and the, and the Titans. Does always
4: does a great job of that. He he uh, he waved at me once. Um, <laughs> oh, no, he, he did. Did, he did you did. wave
3: back? <laughs> I, well, I
4: waved first, I think. <laughs> we were at the Music City Bowl. <laughs> I'm guessing Bowl, you did, yeah. And I was very very cold, and he was very warm in that booth right above me. But anyway, you know, he waved at me like you you'd like to be up here, buddy. <laughs> but now that, now that we've said all that and laughed a little bit. Somewhere in here, uh, it it occurs to me that you're going to have to be able to coach football. Now, we know he can run the football, and we know he's loyal and a hard worker and all that kind of stuff and a true superstar and played in a Super Bowl. We know all that. But can he coach football? And that we do not know. And I have to say to you, he doesn't know either. Now, why would they do this? Well, I think they did it for national recognition and to get interest in their program, which as near as I can tell at Tennessee State is pretty close to zero. Yes. Uh, so, and it's a real shame that that's true too because it's a fine university and it used to have a tremendous <laughs> football reputation. And uh, and this coach that's that's been relieved of his duties, uh, he coached like 120 games or so and he was right at 500. Um, so, now maybe Coach Eddie George is going to be there for publicity and press conferences and meet and greet and recruiting, which is critical. And other people are going to actually do the real coaching. We'll see.
3: Well, that's a point that I was going to make as far as football is concerned. You're the you're the the general contractor there, right? And you're right. going to hire somebody to pour the concrete, somebody to nail the walls up, and all that kind of stuff. If you get the right people in place to do that his job will be to recruit get money get the right coaches in place and all those kind of things i think that can work now as far as the nuts and bolts of coaching a lot of people that were really good players jeff i've, I've often been told this that some of the best coaches are those that were not very good players because they had to learn it the, the, the hard way eddie george as talented as he was i'm not going to say he didn't have to learn it the hard way that's that, not, not fair to say but you're right uh, We'll have to see how that works stuff out. But, Jeff, you know this, too. If you get better players and you can track some money, it overcomes a whole lot of deficiencies you might have as a coach. And he may not have any at all. He may be the next uh, Mike Ditka. Who knows?
4: Well, I, I would say that we're going to find out whether uh, –
3: Mike Ditka, former player, by the way.
4: Yeah. I, I was just sitting here thinking, and, and what you said about sometimes the, the players – the great players do not make really good managers, and there are many exceptions uh, where that happens. But most, I, I was thinking, since you're sitting here, I was thinking about Sparky Anderson, who had a, a nothing career Correct. and was a great manager. Right. And Walt and Walt Austin and Tommy Lasorda, both.
3: And then you think about Frank Robinson, who became a manager with very little renown, right? Right. Great player. Right. Uh, Yogi Berra, great player, had some success as a manager, but. not Overall, probably not. I don't know.
4: It was a long time before Joe Torre found a, a, a lot of success as sure, manager. Sure. Um, but, I mean, it's just, I, I, would, I haven't been through it, but I would think in football that's, that's very much the case. Um, you know, a lot of these guys came out of college as, a, as an intern and then got a job as a, you know, water boy somewhere and worked their way up, and they were not necessarily great players. Um, or even good players, and sometimes not even players. So we'll see how Eddie George does. Certainly, he has the playing statistics to say if he can if he can coach as good as he can play, and he's going to be a real success. If he can orchestrate, I
3: still I still say that I'm not sure how much coaching, in fact, he will do if he can do the rest of it the right way. And which is that said, Jeff, what does Tennessee State got to lose here? You know? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think – It's they, got a shot yeah. to be a home run. Yes. Doesn't it? Yes, it does. And it's got a shot to be a dud yeah. as anybody else. I mean, we'll, let's look at a coach who came in after uh, Kermit Davis here, Nick McDevitt, I still think is a good coach. Has had very little success here. Jeff, he's, his team's in the portal uh, jailhouse too. He's going to have to find some players somewhere along the line for year number four. So, uh, being a good coach oftentimes doesn't be – what you have to do to be successful some really good coaches have not been I'd say we're going
4: to find out I I don't know um, um, this is going to be a world that that Eddie George I think is not used to navigating sure you know these these types of football I don't know well, they're not, they're not really called bowl games, but they they go to Florida A&M, and they go to Memphis and they—and and, and play these people in these big extravaganzas, and they host one or two themselves. But they're in the OVC. And Tennessee State, boy, if Tennessee State had the teams that they had, uh, you know, when Big John was there and in those general years down there in the OVC, they would run away with it. Sure. But they don't. And they don't have those players anymore. I'm Trying to say like
3: Eddie George riding the bus to Moorhead, Kentucky, may not be the the most exciting thing he's ever going to do.
4: Somehow, I see him passing the bus <laughs> in his Jaguar. I don't know whether he owns a Jaguar or not, but uh, he's going How about to. About a small Cessna. Okay, <laughs> he, he
3: it's who going
4: knows a, a new world for Eddie George. Can,
3: can we leave it this way? Yeah. You and I both Let's. respect him and wish him luck. Oh yeah, Uh, You know for sure. Now that said, if if he's the home run, then somebody else gonna hire him too. I don't know. You you gotta wonder sometimes why Eddie George, that's got all the the fame and fortune and money that he wants to have, why he would mess with it. And like a lot of coaches, Jeff, why did I mess with Laverne High School? Why'd you mess with last cast anywhere? Yeah, elementary school. Yeah, we took it all pretty serious, right? Yes, very serious. So. It's a competitive nature that and he certainly has that there's no question
4: I would I would agree with that a hundred percent and I think he can find great success there and he may in fact find it I, I hope hope that he does the the, the rumor is uh, uh, and there are many of them is that there are going to be some former Titan coaches and players uh, perhaps involved in the coaching at, at Tennessee State including the big name of course. And, uh, and, and Jeff Fisher, that he may be involved in some way. Now, that's, that, that is an absolute rumor, okay, and as you know. Uh, but that's got to come out in the next few days.
3: When we come back, let's talk a little bit about Middle Tennessee football since we're on that mode. And uh, we, got, we got to talk high school softball and baseball a little bit too right after this on All Sports Talk. WGNS Radio on our
1: website, and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com.
7: Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lam and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine, plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip.
5: Good afternoon. Still heavy traffic flow, but it's moving. Let's keep it that way on 24 East coming over from Davidson County, making your way into Rutherford. Here comes that traffic also on 96 and 840 over from Franklin Williamson County. Now, we did see radar earlier out on 840 just past Jefferson Pine. True Friends Moving Company is now hiring. Call 240-2811 or simply go online to truefriendsmovingcompany.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
1: We do it your way at Surf Pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your
3: phone at WGNSradio.com. The good people at First Bank right here in Murfreesboro and across the state of Tennessee bringing you this portion of All Sports Talk. Our thanks to them for their sponsorship and the great service that they provide to us. And I encourage you to, uh, if you have banking needs, to give them a, a look and shout and let them know that you're listening to All Sports Talk. Jeff, I mentioned uh, briefly, we've got three or four things we're going to try to hit at in the six minutes we've got left or so. Middle Tennessee football's in spring practice. Portal's there, too, and they've got five kids in. Lost some Good players got five in in that are encouraging to be good players. So uh, I, I'm kind of getting a little bit optimistic about football. But that's kind of what I do in April every year, Jeff.
4: Me too. I do exactly the same thing. And uh, I, I don't I don't know who we're losing, and and certainly don't know who's coming in. But all this is going to work
3: its way, I, you know, in the, in the next week or so, we'll find out. Well, my guess is after spring practice is over, to a lot of these places, a few more people will get into the portal. Don't you imagine after they get come out of spring practice as second string someplace? It's not too late to get in and get out. Uh, high school baseball, softball. Uh, Jake, go through some standings and schedule for us in about, in about fifteen seconds. <laughs> so right now,
2: right now, right now in seven aa uh, Riverdale is up. It is at the top of their division at seven and one. And Siegel is at the top of theirs at 6-2. and two. Behind Riverdale, Stewart's Creek, Smyrna, and Blackman. Behind Siegel is Oakland, Rockvale, and Laverne. You can find all of these at uh, WGNSRadio.com under the sports section.
3: And they'll go through as they go through the broadcast tonight, tomorrow night, and whenever they get to Tonight
2: is Columbia Academy at MTCS. That's at six fifteen airtime. Wednesday night, they skip tomorrow night due to the Braves and the Marlins. Wednesday night is Blackman at Stewart's Creek. That's baseball. Tonight is baseball as well, and Thursday night is Riverdale at Rockville softball. Wednesday start time is 5:50, and Thursday is 6:15. All
3: right, there you go. Uh, comments, Jeff.
4: Well, we're about halfway to spring fling, I guess, aren't we? Or not quite. Won't
3: well, that be nice to have spring fling? Yeah,
4: I, I'm. I'm looking forward to that. I hope. For, People around the state can come in here by the thousands, and we can have great tournaments and, and great tennis and everything that we that we need to have. I, I don't know how safe it'll be at that time. I guess we'll find out.
3: Well, all that stuff's outdoors, which right. helps that a lot. Uh, it's much more. It's much easier to distance. And and with the vaccine in place, Jeff, at some point in time, it's gonna it's gonna loosen all the way up. I don't see it much happening this year. Our school board went through that scenario last week, right, with the mask mandate. And there's there's certainly some points to make that it's loosened up some, but I think the school board made the decision to see the see the school year to the end, and I think that's what we're going to see with all sporting events. Maybe a new day in the summer.
4: Yeah, they're going to wear the mask to the end of the year, and it's only about five and a half weeks or so. And then at that time, I guess we we will see what uh, what mandates come down uh, from as far as the graduations are concerned and spring practice and and seven on seven football and um, all those kind of things that go on during the summer. Uh, we, I guess the, the danger is as we know, and have been repeatedly warned is going into these things, um, too soon. And we, we don't want to do that. Um, but it, it seems like that the situation with, uh, with uh, the pandemic and the new cases is getting better and getting worse all at the same time. Yeah. Um, and of course, every, every place is not the same, of course. Um, but, uh, Gosh, I hope we can see the light at the end of the tunnel on this thing and, and get back in here when fall football practice starts.
3: Jeff, you and I have a lot of things in common, one being teachers and, and, and uh, administrators in, in schools. It's nice, and former school board members, I should say, with Rutherford County, isn't it nice that the biggest decision I've got to make now is, is it safe enough for me to go on a cruise as opposed to having to worry about what's going to go on at Oakland High School tomorrow or at Riverdale or any other schools, right? I mean, right. Our school board, had a, it's been a tough year for them. I, I'm sure there's people that don't like the decisions that they've made, some that do. Uh, I, I don't recall when I was on the school board for three and a half years, Jeff, ever having to make any decisions as tough as they've had to do this time. No, it's
4: it's it's been rough for sure on on them, and I I think they made the right decision about masks the other night. But there's certainly people that don't think that they did, but and and perhaps those people are right. I I don't know, but I do know this: there's somewhere in the neighborhood of forty nine thousand students, and you can't you you just got to do what you think is best and. And I, I assume they've done
3: that. Well, hopefully you've got seven bright people on the school board, and when there's a split decision for a reason. If, if everybody's thinking the same way, Jeff, nobody's thinking. That's what I've been told. And if that were the case, they wouldn't have a school board. They'd just let the king, uh, you know, the director of schools make all the decisions. Well, he needs some guidance, and maybe some every now and again set in the right course, right? And that's right. why you have – seven seven different people to, to make those decisions
4: right and you, you bring up for discussion debate and and uh, and like i said hopefully hopefully you've done the right And that's the way
3: you did it at your house i'm sure with your kids you open everything up for debate give them a give them
4: their voice Let them,
3: <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> or in the basketball huddle no <laughs> no again <laughs> all right yeah let's let's close it out on that uh, high note i guess it is uh Thanks for listening, everyone. Monty will be in tomorrow. High School Baseball is on tonight. It is a baseball, not softball. at 615 right here on WGNS. It's just safe to say, just turn on the radio at 7 o'clock at night. Some sports is going to be on WGNS, I'd say. Probably,
4: Probably true. All yeah. right. <clears throat>
1: Bye-bye. All sports talk on news radio, WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Waman Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Hansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.